talk, side talk, side talk, side talk, side talk, 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 That just, that turned into like performance art. I know, right? At the end. Right? They're booking me at MoMA next week. I'll get in MoMA before I get the vaccine. I, well, I'm looking forward to seeing you and like the new Matthew Barney uh, and and all kinds of stuff at the one same the place. Same. Yeah, one and the same. So what uh, what is side talks? Wow, 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 wow. It's a it's it. a podcast. We podcast. talk about movies. I'm movies. Rachel Morgan. I'm I, the creative director for the Sidewalk Film Festival and Cinema. Cool. I'm Corey Kraft. I'm here to talk about movies too. Let's do it. Let's do it. Get ready for a five minute fight. Five minute round one fight. fight. I am rolling up my sleeves. Uh-oh. I am getting ready to lose. A lose? <laughs> well, maybe not. This That must mean it's time for a five-minute fight. Five-minute fight. So let's do it. What are we fighting about today? Go ahead and start the timer. Um, we are fighting about Will Smith. Yeah, this came up a couple episodes ago. You don't like Will Smith, one of America's sweetheart movie stars. Yeah. Oh, shocker, huh? Yeah, I know. This is kind of your whole thing. Like, uh, where, where is a thing. movie star? Let me uh, hate him. Oh, come on. Um, but but Will Smith, who admittedly has not of late had the best track record okay. in film, uh, is a really charming and effective performer when utilized properly. No. So. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I stand corrected. I win, I win, I win. So let me just go on and say that it is not just about taking down the beloved uh-huh. it's not i know that i'm guilty of that but i am here to speak the fucking truth and the truth is will smith is sucks so okay here's the deal i'm gonna let you kind of i'm just gonna let you talk a little bit because i'm already prepared to lose this one but I, his smugness that level of of preciousness and mm. charm that's in quotes is very very irritating he's v- again a lot of these folks that you love and want to stand up for and a lot of the folks that all of america embraces and puts their arms around are so one note and this is no exception he is a absolute one note human being and it's not a note i like either by the way well i somebody never watched fresh prince of bel air i guess i i definitely saw it that's like that's the like little half sidestep to everything else well half hmm. that's like the young will smith that's all it is it's the same damn thing I, i'll say this uh will smith's star power and and movie star persona kind of peaked in the late 90s with men in black right men in black is a great with a capital oh. g movie yes no, it is no. oh yes okay. it is it's Sam, not even that this Sam. is uh, Put that on oh, the list. We'll ar- I'll argue some fucking Men in Black. Don't uh, you, you? You mark my words. It's it's terrific. Hits. It holds up. You admitted a couple episodes ago. Also, you have not seen Independence Day in okay, full, oh, and, but which I, is oh, prime like- Will Smith charisma. <laughs> no, I, I don't watch, think you like, like it. it. No, no, of course not. No. And then you know, he, as a uh, more serious actor, moving away from blockbuster entertainment, he has acquitted himself well in movies like Michael Mann's Ali, which is really good. It's fine. Uh, no. Mm. And I even think he's pretty good in the movie he got an Oscar nomination for The Pursuit of Happiness. Oh, which no, is, Corey, no. It is, I mean, it is undeniably kind of sentimental and cheesy, but I think he gives a good performance in it. You're losing. You're Since losing. Since then, diminishing returns. Some people like, you know, Hancock and a couple other things. Oh, do, um, no one likes that movie. They just think they do. Well, I don't like it, so I hope they don't like Wild it. Wild Wild West, iRobot, same movie, I Am Legend, basically same movie as iRobot. I Am Legend is two-thirds do, of a good movie. Do I need to say it? Two-thirds of a good movie doesn't count. It doesn't count. It does kind of, Aladdin? Though. Yeah, he's 
I mean, whatever. Horrible. And I have Pursuit of Happiness on my list of shit show. Okay, fine. So Keep, it's you, not good. You're entitled to that. He's also clearly an egomaniac. He's notoriously said to be difficult to work with. Yeah, like, but like again, welcome to everybody. Still, at the same time, if we're going to hang our hat on the charming, sweet, cute, boom, boom, boy next door bullshit, then let's be real. He's not. He's an egomaniac asshole. His his persona is, I'll give you, a, a bit more manufactured than I would usually prefer. You know, he is in that sort of rarefied uh-huh. air of like a Tom Cruise where nothing that you actually see presented to the public can be counted on to be a real representation of his actual life. I bet he's not even near. I mean, look, I'm not suggesting that Mr. Thomas Cruise isn't a nightmare, but I, he, Will Smith is, it's boring. That's the biggest part. At least Tom Cruise, there's so much weird bullshit oh, going I love on there. Tom Cruise. There's I mean, a lot weird to bullshit There's some aside. weird shit going on there, but Will Smith, I just feel like I'm just so damn bored out of my skull with this guy. I agree in recent years, but that initial spark his rise to stardom, I will always have a fondness for it because those movies are, you know, massive, formative blockbuster entertainments for me. And I'll, I'll, I'll say it. Yeah, I have a soft spot for Will Smith. If he were to mount a Gross. comeback and make a really good movie, I, I would be super happy for him. You just use soft spot and mount in the same sort of like two sentences. I'm not happy about this. I don't <laughs> like that either. I don't want to ever hear mount and soft spot in the same area as Will Smith either. Oh my God. And you know what? He's so boring. I'm going to say this. He's so boring and so dull that I just want to even ask Brad, can we we just stop the clock now. I'm bored out of my skull with him. Okay. He's good. I'm going to sit in silence for these five seconds. End of argument. He's good. What? I'm bored. I was sleeping. <laughs> I feel like Willow or um, <laughs> Jaden. Yes, couldn't remember the kid's name. Did you know there's a third one? Yes, yeah. he's he's, a, he's not. He doesn't get any attention from Will Smith. He's the much older one. That right? sounds so good. I didn't even bring out the parenting stuff because I didn't think it was fair. I, but he's a I, shit. Ooh, I can't, can't, he's a shit that. dad. Too. I can't touch on that. I can't touch on that. Okay, so I'm going to say Rachel again gets a handful of bonus points for going so against the grain and just trying to take down such an American icon. Um, and I agree, he does kind of suffer from Tom Hanks syndrome and that he's the same in almost any role, but that's because it works. It's good. Um, uh-huh. And also two-thirds of a movie counts. Um, and I'm going to say Will Smith is good. He just kind of needs a new coach for his career choices. Um, he has more range than The Rock and Keanu Reeves, not as much as, not as much range as he wishes, or as he thinks or acts like. But yeah, he's Will Smith. He's good. Corey wins. Okay, everybody hears this and knows that I have been robbed, and this is total bullshit. This is all a setup. It's all bullshit. No, I think we're all <laughs> satisfied with that. Whatever. I think it. I think it worked out well. We're, also, ba- we're back. At least we're back on track here. We're back to like yeah. me making complete sense and winning a fucking argument. And see, I'm just being like, no, I love Corey and I love Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go. Big big bucks. Today's my day. Let's go. Big bucks. No whammies. No whammies. Big bucks. Big bucks. Here we go. Stop. <laughs> That's my. It's my turn to make a silly sound effect because it's I time it. for. 
the filmmaker lightning round. I appreciate it. We're going to break the mold a little bit this week as well in the lightning round. Um, we're going to go with an actor. No rules, just right. That's right. Uh, an actor's filmography, and that actor is, of course, the great Nicolas Cage. A good reason to break the rules is always Nicolas Cage. Of course. Or as I like to call him, Nick Cage. Now, now, Rachel, were you aware, before we start this yeah. lightning round, uh, Mr. Cage has a movie coming out this very weekend. No, I didn't. Uh, a new that. film coming out this very weekend. Um, as of, reco- uh, of the time you hear this, uh, you'll be able to, to rent this movie uh, through video on demand or whatever. Um, this movie is called Willie's Wonderland. I'm not familiar, no. Uh, Nicholas I'm not Cage, up on the trades. Nicholas Cage stars as the night watchman of a Chuck E. Cheese-style children's restaurant who at night must do battle with the animatronics who come to life and try to kill him. Oh, man. People are just looking for this type of film for Nicolas Cage to be in. I'll, I mean, they're just looking for it. I'll tell you who was looking for it. This guy right <laughs> I know, here. Because I, know you I will be renting that this very weekend. Nicolas Cage. Keep your expectations low. Oh, they, they're where they need to be. Trust me. <laughs> um, Nicolas Cage, great actor, sometimes makes questionable decisions, but I think it's it's unquestionable to say He's an actor we're both very fond of. Yeah. So, Rachel, let's begin. Sure. What's a Nicolas Cage movie that you love? Um, you you know me. Uh, there are many, but Valley Girl is going to be the closest to my heart. It's in my top 20 favorite films of all time. It's him in his prime. It's it's his second movie, I believe. Yeah, he's very young, but it is like him, you know, just full on like best years of his life. Yeah. Kind of look, aesthetic, the whole thing. And yeah, I really I love him in this. So well, it's, it's it's a favorite. No uh, no argument from me. Yeah. I guess I'll go with a movie that's close to my heart as well uh, from later in Cage's career. It's, it's a movie for which he received a, an Academy Award nomination in his role mm-hmm. as twin brothers Charlie and Donald Kaufman. Okay. Spike Jonze's adaptation is one of my favorite movies of all time and is pretty high up there in my list of favorite Nicolas Cage performances. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh oh, I'm getting a bad <clears throat> feeling about this. Oh, you should, you should. Oh, Jesus um, it's Christ. definitely. I'd almost go on record to say when you ask me what's the film that everybody likes that you don't like. Yeah, well, that's the next, next question one, that I might even say adaptation. Oh, I would God. probably do that just to be provocative for the oh, most part. God. But I don't love it, and I don't. I mean, what am mm. I going to go with? City of Angels. Nobody likes that shit anyway. Well, there are other better options. <laughs> like what? What are you going with? Okay, Bringing Out the Dead was actually what I was going to go with. I don't like that film as much as a lot of people do. Mm. I actually don't really like that film. I've never seen it. Okay. So I can't comment on that. That's a Scorsese blind spot for me. Um, what is a Nicolas Cage movie that I don't like as much as many other people? That's kind of a difficult question for me to answer right. because I find I'm on the uh, higher end of my responses to Nick Cage movies, but I guess I'll say, uh, as my answer to this question, um, I don't love the rock as much as a lot of people do. I, you know, it's not even my favorite Michael Bay movies and I do have a soft spot for Michael Bay as well. Yeah. Well, that's no shocker. You know, I almost said prematurely and in advance the Joe exotic stuff. Oh, right. Because I'm just, okay. I don't want to see that. I don't really want to see it. It's so it's such a like what can we do to be funny feeling. Yeah. And on top of that, I'm going to say something right now that's going to get us some hate mail. 
I am not into the whole Tiger King stuff. Mm. I don't care about that shit. Is it that, is it that you don't care about it or you find it like offensive? All of it. I mm. find it offensive. I um am also like I don't love animal cruelty. Yeah. And no, I can't that, that stuff's look a bummer. Like that's a dark part of that 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 show. And it's not it's just not it doesn't make it okay for me and it just hit at a time during the pandemic when everybody was talking about it and it was just so it's such obvious fodder and um I I'm not a fan. I'm just not a fan. And uh yeah, I also feel like you know the, the that bitch Carol Baskin stuff is not that funny. No, either. I'm not into that either. Like that's that's a real lady. Come on. Like just dragging a woman through shit. Um anyway, so I I'm not a fan. And I know that's I feel like when I say that it's just such a bummer for so many people who really that, you know, was an enjoyable moment for them, but I'm going to be a bummer like I sometimes can be and say I'm not excited about this Joe Exotic stuff with him and I think it's on the nose and a joke that's that's not that funny, but they just, yeah. they're, it's all, it, it has the vibe of like, now I'm waiting for the laugh, everybody. I'm waiting for the laugh. Right. So, yeah. So that's a lot that I just covered there in terms of not as ha- excited for certain roles as well, other folks. Well, let's move it back towards positive territory. Okay, I like it. Uh, is there a movie but with Nicolas Cage that you feel like you like more than most people? Yes. Peggy Sue Got Married. Do people not like Peggy Sue Got Married? I just think I probably like it a lot more than people because well, I like okay. this film a lot. Yeah, fair I also, enough. Um, Kathleen Turner <laughs> has some pretty funny comments about this film. I don't know if you've heard this or not, but she said of his performance that she was, you know, clearly a very serious actor on set working with him. And she was just like, okay, so you're going to do that. That's what you, that's okay. So that's well, the approach you're going to take. Yeah. Well, this will be interesting. Yeah. I can't believe you're doing that. Well, it's, it's, you know, he's, he's what the director's goofball nephew. Who's just like a co-lead right. in this movie. And it feel it is such a strange these are some strange convictions that are beginning to happen fairly early in his career. Yeah. And I think what you're seeing here is the beginnings of just approaching things in such a freaking weird way. And when you see where that's come now, right. it is just off the rails at this point. Um, but that's sort of the first – that's the first indication of him just playing something so fucking weird. Yeah. And, uh, and, I, and I like it. And, you know, she didn't love that. But it in some ways – you know, I kind of get what she's saying. In some ways, it weakens the film, but in some ways, it also, it, in this point, makes it more enjoyable as yeah, well. So yeah. it, it's a toss up there. But anyway, I'm going to go on the record as saying that because I think there are a lot of people who don't, I mean, more than don't like that film, I feel like that film sometimes just gets forgotten. No, and I it's, think that's it's a true. Really great film. Yeah, I, I, I think it's great. Yeah. It's so much. It's one of those I can watch time and time and time again, mm-hmm. too. And I think I might even said this on the podcast before, but the scene where, you know, she's back in high school. And I, I get this implausible. I get all the stuff. Sure. But you well, just suspend your disbelief yeah. and, and roll with it. But the scene where she goes home and the grandmother's on the phone and she sort of, you know, the mom sort of screams to her like, you're, you know, your grandmom's on the phone and she freezes and, you know, and it hits her as, as clearly an adult woman and yeah. in, in a teenager's body that, that you know, that her, her dead grandmother's on the phone. It's just that that is one of those great moments in, in filmmaking where I'm like, that is the power of film right there. I, I will tear up every time I see that. Well, you know, Francis Ford Coppola, good filmmaker. Uh, yes. <laughs> Indeed. He, he's made contrary a, to popular belief. <laughs> made a couple good ones that Francis Ford Coppola has. Uh, all right. I have a list of Nicolas oh, Cage boy. movies that I go. like more than most people. Let's hear it. Uh, including um, the sort of forgotten, unfairly uh, David Lynch movie, Wild at Heart, which is amazing. I, I think people like that, though, Corey. I think people love it. They I mean, had better. I do. They had better. I do. So I don't think that can make that look. Okay, just, well, gonna... we'll strike it. We'll strike okay, it. And I'll just, I'll just leave, you know, just we mentioned okay. it. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. Uh, De Palma's Snake Eyes. 
Matchstick Men with uh, yeah. from Ridley Scott, which is Very a movie fair. that I really like. You're the um, only person in the world who that's, likes that. Again, that's fine. Uh, this is definitely a case where I'm the only person in the world who likes this movie, Uh-oh. knowing the Alex Proyas movie where uh, Nicolas Cage, his kid, you know, the school digs up a time capsule, and in there is like a a list of numbers that have a code that predict when terrible things are going to happen, uh-huh. including the end of the world. That movie is bug nuts. It's awesome. Uh, doesn't um, sound like it. Oh well, you're wrong. Um, Ghost Rider: Spirit of Vengeance, <laughs> the Ghost Rider <laughs> sequel, not the first one because the first one stinks, but the sequel is really good. You heard it here. Um, <laughs> you don't have to believe it, but it it is a thing that I said. Uh, and from one of the directors of that Ghost Rider sequel, a recent movie called Mom and Dad, a dark comedy where uh, all the adults in the world go crazy and start trying to kill their kids, starring Nicolas Cage and Selma Blair. It's it rules. Well, I like Selma Blair. Yeah. You probably won't like that movie. <laughs> no, I'm not going to. I can already vibe it. Um, so what is a Nicolas Cage movie you think you may need to revisit or want to revisit? You know, there are there are a few. I'm always up for revisiting Mandy, even though as yeah. sick as that sounds and probably not psychologically responsible of me. Um, Vampire's Kiss, I haven't seen in a long time. But yeah. uh, our friend, Owner to Call, has you know, clearly influenced uh, Summer Blood. Um, and then I had one that kind of hit my list that I was like, this is one that is so dark and so dreary and so hard to watch that I almost hit my I don't like it as much as others list. And that's leaving Las Vegas. Yeah, it is. It is tough. But I did think I haven't seen it since it came out. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, it's kind of like, oh, you know, what I'm thinking watch night Schindler's list. Nobody <laughs> says that. Uh, leaving Las Vegas is similarly him tanking vodka in the shower, kind of like, yeah. you know, just – and it is it is as dark. And, I mean, I don't, at this point, I feel like I can spoiler alert and, and have people not really care because it's been a minute since leaving right. Las Vegas is out. But, boy, they hold this thing to the ground until the end, and there is conviction in this thing not ending well. Yeah. And yeah I, I mean, it is a depressing whew. movie. Uh, but you know, I would. I, the more I thought about it, the more I'm like, you know what? No, I don't dislike that film. I dislike what it did to my brain. Right. Um, but maybe I need to go back and revisit it. And maybe this is just the era for leaving Las Vegas. Absolutely. And, um, I'm also uh, thinking of having a drinking party while I watch it. <laughs> like I, well, this is what this is the kind of shit I come up with, Corey. <laughs> this is what a programmer does during a pandemic. I'm gonna watch leaving Las Vegas alone with a bottle of fucking vodka. Anyway, what's your answer? <laughs> well. <laughs> Anything that I say after that, um, my answer, even though it's a it's a bad movie, it's a hilariously bad movie, like a notoriously yeah. like all timer hilariously bad movie is is the Neil Butte remake of The Wicker Man. Okay, I haven't seen it. Oh, it's wild. Okay, I'll um, have to, it I'll is have to take a look. Awful, and you know Neil Butte. Um, it has some issues with women. <laughs> and you may have noticed that. Yeah. That, that have uh, manifested in his work. And uh, the, the Wicker oh, Man so remake um, has, it transplants the, the action. It's not just a, you know, crazy uh, cult on an island. It's a specifically woman-led cult on an island that traps and ensnares our Nicolas Cage policeman. And his energy in that movie is something else. But it makes it a special bad movie. It elevates it from just run-of-the-mill bad to to special bad. Uh, And I haven't seen that since it was in theaters when I howled 
laughing yeah. at it. Yeah. Um, so that would be a fun one to revisit. But Nicolas Cage has made plenty of movies Oof. that are that would be fun to revisit. Plenty um, of movies, period. I well, mean, this IMDb page, y'all, yeah. if you haven't ever taken a look at this or haven't in a long time, just go click and look. I mean, it is like he doesn't. I wonder if he can form the word no. No, I don't think he's uh, – no, he, he makes he makes so many movies, especially in the past decade or so, where he's cranking out eight or nine movies a year, some of which were shot in Mobile, like literally. Yeah, right. No, um, no, totally. And, um, you know, they, they just kind of appear on VOD or on – you know, they sneak onto basic cable and you're just like, oh, this is apparently a thing all of a sudden. Who knew? Um, and, you know, you'll get some some diamonds in there like like Mandy. Um, he pops up in some higher profile stuff lately too, like, uh, into the spider verse, which he's really fun in. Well, you know what they say? If what you do they throw say? enough shit at the wall, some of it's bound to stay. Well, I mean, that is the Nicolas Cage career right. summed that up is in his, one that sentence. That is his mantra. Yeah. And, uh, it's, it is a, it is a lot. And yeah, it's a lot, but a great actor <laughs> who is, uh, beloved to me. Not, neither one of us even mentioned Raising Arizona. I mean, we could go yeah, on. Yeah, we don't need to, though, because that everybody's got – the world has that one covered. Yeah. It is a great film. It is a film that because it's been quoted so much and just – it's yeah. so hard to hit a list. As a matter of fact, I've been sort of brushing up. The other night I brushed up my top 200. Yeah. Um, and, and it's so hard to put it on there because I, it just gets so much love all around, and I never feel like I want to see it again because it's just so quoted. But a great, great film all the same. Yeah. I get it. Well, Nicolas Cage, great actor. Can't wait to see Willy's Wonderland. <laughs> Can't wait to see <laughs> any number back. of his other silliness uh, coming up soon. So that's been the Filmmaker Lightning Round. Hey, Corey, will you sing us into this? Retractions. Thank you. And this one is so brief. Okay. Um, when we last met, and granted, we recorded several podcasts at that time, but when we last met, I, I had a, a conversation with you about a film that I did not like very much during the What We're Watching segment, and that film was The Way We Were. Uh-huh. And towards the end of our conversation, I called that film out as being A Star is Born. And, well, you know, it also has Barbara Streisand. It does have Barbara Streisand and, and a, a kind of similar feeling from me mm-hmm. about the film. Um, and anyway, point is, is that I mislabeled that film toward the end. And you didn't even notice either, probably because Barbara Streisand, similar, you yes. know, similar era, similar vibe kind of deal going on. So um, I'm just retracting that, that, that I messed up there and, and said the name of the film wrong towards the end. Now, I got it right at the beginning, so we're good. Yeah, we're good. Um, but towards the end, I, I misspoke. So I'm just cleaning that up a little bit. Well, I forgive you. We'll see if Thanks. the listeners do. Aaron Penhaus won't, but that's okay. All right. for listening to side talks we're your own personal cinematic eric and lyle menendez oh wow <laughs> <laughs> oh just the, my face just fell right as, as soon as it clicked into place what you were referencing oh my goodness well at least we get a law and order spinoff oh well, didn't wasn't that a thing that dun, happened dun. I maybe know. i don't know i took it really dark there towards the end but anyway thank you for listening thanks to boutwell studios um, sidewalkfest.com and on social media at sidewalk film twitter facebook instagram look at all our stuff we appreciate you bye boutwell studios podcast division your words our expertise <laughs>